I mean, to be dead ass with you, we don't even really need a motherfucking pre-intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, this shit's going to be too fire. No, no, no. So we're going straight <laughs> to it. Pre-intro, go on to our Instagram and Fuck look it. at our um, Push T concert. That's it. <laughs> Say less. Let's motherfucking get it. You already know what it is. True North Views Podcast. Motherfucker. Rico. Yo, 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 yo. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Microphone check. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Hello. You know what? I always wondered why people don't go past two when they one, check two, their mics. Three? three sounds awkward. One, two, three. What? One, two, three. Think about it. If you check in fours, because, you know, usually beats one, two, are three, fours, four. right? One, two, three, one, two, three four. One, two, three, four. Okay, look, don't, don't try Microphone and change. Microphone check. One, don't two, three, four. Don't try and change the system now. <laughs> you can't. You They've gotta, been saying one, two for only gone as how long. You play back the one, two, one, two. Mm-mm. Yeah, just one, two, one, two. Yo, yo, yo. You already know what it is, what guys. It True North Views podcast. Na-na-na. Yo, it's episode 31. Chi one. Now, Tree, no forest. if I remember correctly, episode 13 was a little bit of a moment for oh, us. Yeah, it was. It was. Um... Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. Turn the thirteen backwards. It's a thirty-one now. I'ma just say that. I'ma leave it at that. <laughs> so you know, say motherfucking less. Um, but yo, True North Views podcast. We TMV. are out here. Oh my god. We're out here. We out oh here. Oh my god. We got, we got your exclusives. Don't worry. It's your go-to podcast <laughs> to start your week. Damn straight. It's your favorite podcast. It's your favorite podcaster's yep. favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. Some would even call us Toronto's official unofficial podcast why because we are the kings of dope criticism yeah. the pharaohs of prolific opinion yeah. the emperors of elevated thoughts hello my good that's your boy harris here i am your skirt master shola and as usual we're giving you our views from the perspective of a couple of first generation canadians hey. on what's really buzzing buzz, buzz. what people are talking about and most importantly what people are not talking enough about of course, let's get the plugs going so you can follow us on all platforms Ooh, at True North Views. Very easy to spell T R U E N O R T H V I E W S. You will find us with that. Uh, what do you call that domain? Uh, at what, what would you call that? Handle. Handle. Yeah, that's handle. You will find us at that handle on the following Instagram. Hey. Twitter. Tweet, tweet. SoundCloud. Oh, I think that's SoundCloud. it. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. I'm not going to lie. I think that's it. Um, otherwise, search True North Views Podcast on Spotify, on Google Play, on Apple Music, on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher. Shout out to Reek. Shout out to Reek at the Clubhouse. It's a thing. It's a thing. YouTube. YouTube, YouTube, very important to mention. You will Not, find us on YouTube. The audio at True North Views. Uh, if you search, sorry, True oh, North no, Views podcast, you will find us there. Um, the podcast episodes are audio only. You do have a point, but there however, is a video there. Uh, there is a very key video on there. Uh, we're, up to, we're up to some views on that. Shit. Yeah, of course, we better. We're up be. to some views on that shit. Uh, it's Shout original. To Shout out to us. But i think i finished the plug all right i think i finished the plug so at that point of course as usual we are going to start with our music potpourri music potpourri and we gotta work on this intro i know <laughs> that little bite you gotta, we really do we, we need like there. a nice like little <laughs> windows millennium sounding <laughs> transition yeah. you know what i'm saying like come on man uh what do you want to talk about man 
Black Friday was yesterday. Black what did Friday. you buy? What did you buy, folks? That is our main topic for today. Well, I went to uh, the mall. We're going to spend three hours on this topic. Yeah, get your get your popcorn ready. Get the popcorn ready. And, uh, you know, make sure it's mad buttery, like Cardi mm-hmm. B says. Were they throwing hands like Pusha T? <laughs> I fucking lie. We're talking about Pusha T. You know we're, we're talking about first. Drake. For everyone wants um, to know. Listen, man. Listen, it's very important. We were we created content we literally did it's like we, we're not doing it already but we did it even better i just want you to understand that we create we provided the video yes that created the contents for everyone to speak about pretty much so when you hear anyone talking about yo do you see that drake pusher this happened he did that they were no where it came from yeah that came from us yeah you're welcome that came from us you're very welcome um now had to make sure that I gave you guys a good story. Yeah. So, of course, the Pusha T concert was on Tuesday. That was November 22nd. 2 2. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, was it November 22nd? I don't know. No, t- today. Today's 24. Holy, that ain't even close. Whoa. <laughs> it was like 19 or Tuesday the 20th. Let's try that again. <laughs> So <laughs> anyway, I didn't argue that. I was like, I'm not even checking the calendar. Like, if you say it's 22nd, it's 22nd. I'm bugging, bugging. Yeah. So the concert, of course, was Tuesday, November 20th. And we know we don't record on Wednesday. So no. um, I actually recorded myself yes. uh, telling the story. I hopped in the booth real quick. Hopped in the booth. Did a quick one, two, three start. Uh, made sure it was as fresh as possible for you guys, the viewers. Sound Shout like out totally to y'all. Out there. Shout out to the new viewers. Shout out to the day one viewers, the day Shout 13 day viewers. 13. Uh, the day 31 viewers, because I'm sure we have a, a little bit of new listeners now. So listen to the whole thing too. thank y'all for tuning in and hopefully you guys enjoy. Um, but I decided to hop in the booth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Superman's alive. Uh, but yeah, no, hopped in the booth, uh, told the story the, the following day, made sure it was as fresh as possible. Uh, I did make my co-host here, your boy Shola. I made him listen to it. Uh, he has some questions for me. Hella questions. I have some elaboration to give. Yeah, I better. Um, but I first, didn't do justice. Uh, what's what, what's that shit? You know, but first, here's a selfie or some shit. Was but first, let me take a selfie. I'm yeah, but sure. first, let me take. I don't know. I, I, see, I, I had a transition in my head. Let me take a selfie. You know what, man? Just play. I'm gonna play the motherfucking <laughs> clip, and we're gonna talk back with you guys in motherfucking ten minutes. Yo, yo, yo! It's your boy Harris. True North Views podcast. We are live and direct. Live and direct, man. Let's get it. Let's just say, man, some shit went down at the Pusha T concert live in Toronto. Tuesday, November 20th, Danforth Music Hall live in Toronto. Shit went down, man. Shit went down. What can I say? I mean, I got the footage firsthand front row. Shout out to the front row first and foremost. Give myself a motherfucking round of applause for getting to the motherfucking front row. You already know what it is. But yo, man, I mean, what can I say? Pushes out there, he's performing. Um, great show. Great, great, great show. He opens up with a couple of Daytona tracks right off the bat. Um, one after the other, and, and we're hype. We're immediately hyped. The crowd is engaged. We're singing every song. Um, shit is lit, man. Shit is litter than lit, boy. Um goes into back catalog. Goes into back catalog probably after two or three Daytona songs. And uh, he's performing Grindin'. Shout out to that, first and foremost. I mean, that was one of the songs that I wanted him to perform. So he got that off. I was I was happy for that. 
Um, and then he's performing MFTR, the track with the dream. Um, what's that shit called again? More Famous Than Rich. He's performing More Famous Than Rich, featuring the dream. Uh, that was off of the, I think it was the King Push album, his his previous project prior to Daytona. Um, and, and he barely gets that first verse in. He barely gets the first verse in before the goddamn rescue heroes with their friggin' water pumps. A whole wave of people started throwing drinks at Pusha T, uh, whether it was beer, whether it was fucking water. You know, people are joking around that it was apple cider. <laughs> um, it was crazy. It, it was definitely crazy. So, I mean, I captured the video. You can check our Instagram for that at True North Views. You can check our Twitter for that at True North Views. And you can check our YouTube if you want to see the full unedited video. But, hey, man, drinks went on the stage. Pusha, you know, did his thing, got out the way. Can't blame him for that. And by the time you know it, the fight breaks out. Security guards are, are walling. Um, one security guard was battered and bruised. God damn, the man had blood on his face. Knuckles were bloody. Um, another security guard, Shannon Briggs, let's go champ looking boy. That, <laughs> yo, man was holding the two by four. Let's put it this way. He walked out, he walked in, I should say, breathing a little heavily. You can tell he put in some work on some people, pause. Walked back out, walked back in, still breathing heavily, but all of a sudden his nose is bleeding out <laughs> quite badly. Um, so, I mean, it was a brawl, it was a melee. Um, I mean, I don't know if it was people that Drake had sent I don't know if it's just simply Drake fans because, I mean, we see how fan bases can get. And and oftentimes when things happen to people, it's not even the people that, that set it up, um, but rather they're fans, right? So it may be completely somebody that Drake doesn't know to any capacity, um, or it could be people that Drake sent. We, we really don't know. Uh, I saw a Reddit post that said apparently it was Steve Harvey's dudes <laughs> for, for Pusha T's comments about his suit. Um, but, you know, thankfully, no one no one seriously hurt as far as I'm aware. Um, you know, nothing really happened at the venue itself. Um, you know, there was no there was no crowd brawl or anything like that. The crowd kind of was we, we, all, we were all along the same page. We all just wanted more more Pusha, man. Because he probably got, he probably got six, maybe seven songs off total, total. So there was so much more we were looking for. He was going back to to the Kanye Twisted Fantasy verses that he has. He was going back to to uh, like I said, uh, more famous than rich. He was going back to grinding. Um, he was he was going in, man. And then again, all the Daytona stuff. It was it don't like for off a, off a cruel summer or um, whatever that was on. Yo, it, the show was lit. We all wanted more show. Like we, you know, everyone was booing. Uh, you know, we all wanted Pusha T to come back out, but it it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. In fact, it did happen. Uh, he did come back out, performed infrared of all songs. <laughs> um, now at this point. 
shit's looking like I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it, but we got all security guards on stage. One dude's holding a two by four. One dude is holding a motherfucking chair like it's WWE. One dude, I kid you not, one security guard friggin' had a microphone pole, microphone stand. I'm dead ass. I think he put that shit up his sleeve, man. <laughs> I think he should put that shit up his sleeve. He was ready. He was ready for part two if it happened. Uh, they were ready, man. They were ready. Security guards were ready. They did their thing. Um, you know, I saw some of them talking amongst each other. They were they were hype. They were like, yeah, we got him. We got him. So I think they won. <laughs> I think they won the fight. Um, again, like I said, Pusha T came right back out, performed Infrared. After he performs Infrared, he performs one more song. He performs uh, Don't Like, his verse off of Don't Like, uh, the Chief Keef track. And again, man, like he, he, he said to the DJ, like, yo, F that, F whatever the next planned song was. Get straight, get straight to that gangster shit. And that's when he went into that Don't Like verse. And then shit shut down, man. The shit shut down. Um, you know, you saw them start taking the set apart. You saw them, you know, start taking people out the building at one point within the fight, within the middle of round one, if you want to call it that. They were, you know, security was doing their thing with the dudes. They were trying to get the doors open that were near the stage to kind of just kick them out and, and, and put them outside and kind of lock them out. Yo, at one point, someone someone dashed a motherfucking paint can. I don't know if it was a paint can. I don't know if it was just a can in general. I don't know if it was full. Um, but whatever that was, that shit went straight for the crowd. Uh, I think the crowd was already cleared up by then, which is a good thing. So nobody got hurt within the crowd as far as I'm aware. But that shit came flying in. I'm just looking at that like, God damn. I think I caught a little bit of that on the video. But... Listen, man, that the video that you see on our YouTube, it's eight minutes. Um, it's original content. Uh, you do see a lot of it on Instagram. So you have about four minutes of it on Instagram. You have about five minutes of it on Twitter. I was just trying to get that up as as, as quickly as possible, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. So full, vi full video available on YouTube. That pretty much shows you everything that you need to see. For anyone that says we maybe need to see more context, maybe Pusha had done something beforehand or, or, or whatever it may be, I can tell you from firsthand experience, I can tell you from being in the front row, uh, there was absolutely no reason for this, if you want to call it that. Uh, Pusha T wasn't specifically saying anything at the show. He wasn't particularly you know, aggravating or slandering Drake's name. Uh, this is something that that just came from nowhere. I mean, clearly, whoever had had set it up planned it all at the same time because again, drinks were flying, man. I'm 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 looking at dollars. Just drink, <laughs> yo. Drinks are probably fifteen bucks a pop, and I'm watching that shit fly. Fifteen, thirty, forty-five, sixty, seventy-five, ninety. I'm like, God damn, shit. Y'all niggas is wasting money. Um, but it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Thankfully, all in all, everyone's safe. No gunfire, because that, that really could have went south. Uh, and, and the show for what it was, I mean, we got about half of the show. We got about 35, 40 minutes of performance. We got about an hour total of an event. 
including uh, the brawl, including Pusha T coming back, including Pusha T's choice words for Drake. Basically said, yo, this guy hired people to throw beer at me. Come on now. Calling it corny, essentially. Uh, but it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. So, yo, stay safe out there, man. We know We know what we always say. Stay safe. Stay prepared. Nothing, anything can happen. Anything can happen. This was crazy. Just we're glad everyone's safe. Uh, shout out to Pusha T for, for blessing the city. Shout out to all the opening acts. Show was dope. <laughs> this is this won't be forgotten. This is a this is a moment in hip hop history, and I'm glad I was a part of it, man. It's your boy Harris, True North Views Podcast. Let's get it, baby. All right, that was a clip, and we're back. Alrighty, all right. So now that we're up to speed, push a team. Toronto, Danforth Music Hall. Tuesday, November twentieth. Talk to me. Talk how to are me. the openers? Let's start with the. Let's start from the beginning. Let's how talk. The, you're right. How are the openers? You are right. Let's talk about it as a show. Yes. Right, because it was still a show at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. I do want to talk about my experience as the show. Right. Uh, so there were two openers. Uh, Bernard Jabs. Uh, shout out to him. It was his first time in Toronto. He was in a uh, Raptors. Um, no Raptors. Sorry, the Blue Jays. He's wearing, no, he's wearing Leafs. Okay. Wait, was he? No, I lied. I thought it was Blue Jays. I could was be wrong. Blue Jays it was Blue Jays. Yeah, you're right. Man, well, I'm like I think there was like, I don't think there was a number on that shit. That was one of those numberless ones. I think it was like a generic one. It was like number 17 with no name at the back. I'm like, <laughs> See, I wind up one, I mean, $169.99 just <laughs> to perform in Toronto. That ain't Strowman. You know that every city goes to, they have a, that would be sick. a baseball team, gets a baseball jersey. That would be sick. You leave the tag on there. Uh, but shout out to Bernard Jabs, uh, phony people as well opened yeah, up. They were sick. Uh, they the are crazy, man. So I listened to their music prior to. I've heard. I've heard of them, but I've never checked for the music. Yeah. So I decided to you know give it a couple of plays prior to. to the show at least. Um, it's 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 almost to a fault that they sound a lot better live. But because they use instruments, yeah, so that's why like, they instruments, use instruments. All about it's like yeah. an orchestra. You don't listen to orchestra on your. Phone. It's very true. You want to see them live. You want very to see them play the instruments. This this synergy, I guess the the, the ability for them to all play together They're without good. effing up. They're good. They can. I think they can. They can have their own show. Well, they can so. have their own show. I mean, I don't know their catalog per se, but just based on their energy, based on the uh, the the vocalist, the lead vocalist, his energy and the way he controls a crowd. Um, their you know guitarist, their bassist, um, their mm-hmm. you know. Person on the keyboard, like the they, they're they're sick. good. The drummer was a man. Oh, the drummer! I think they were all drunk. First of all, <laughs> probably because on stage they were like taking like sipping them shots, sipping the henny. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Anything is possible. They're straight New York because the drummer had Tim's on. The drummer <laughs> Why are you took just his, playing the drums. Drummer took his Tim's off while he was playing the drums, oh. holding the Tim's to his ear like it's yeah, a phone. Definitely like, New York. He was on some shit. Def, the drummer was on some shit, but he was lit, man. He was That's fucking sick. lit. Um, but no, that it, it was a good show. Right, so and they left. They Pusha left. comes out. Pusha Let, comes out. Performs, let's get to the real shit. Pusha performs, performs six or seven songs, like you said. Yeah. And you see, you see Super Soakers all up in the air. Yo, I'm telling you, it was Rescue Heroes shit. I'm telling you. You know, at the video, when I first saw the video, I thought it was Pusha on stage getting beat. Because the way the video happened, you see him go off stage and then you just see someone getting beat on someone, stage. Yeah. And it almost looked like what Pusha was wearing because of the red. Yo, bro, it, it was like, yo, I as it was happening, times. man, like, I can't even... Like it, it happened so fast. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you look left, you see water on stage. You see the cups. I I saw the cups. Whatever. Yeah. Cups are being thrown, and in my head, drinks. I'm like, Jesus Christ, here we go. Cups are being thrown. But I thought I thought that was it. Yeah. I thought it was just gonna be cups. That's it. You, I've been to concerts where people throw water on stage. Just a one kick one two person out, and they, the performance goes on as usual. That's it. And then, yo, it, it wasn't swinging. that. They swinging. <laughs> it wasn't that. There was another video. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I think it was. It may have been Six Buzz that posted it. There was a, a little bit of another. Oh, on the side of the stage, the side, the, the same side that the that the drinks came from. Yeah, and it was like so. A- you see, like mad people just being tossed over. Mm-hmm. Yo, security was tossing them on purpose to get them beat up. That's what, that's what they do. Security goes oh, through the crowd, throws you over, and now they're like Pusha's team's going to knock your shit up. Exactly, Pusha's team ain't no joke. Yo. It's Pusha. Yo, I'm just saying, like, yo, the way all of that turned out. Um, Again, like I said, or let me let me ask you the question because we okay. I posted that, of course, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it caught the the viral moment. Yeah. Obviously, um, we had everyone, everyone, a lot of people everyone hitting us up. Everyone hitting us up. Can we use your video? Complex, use your video? Pitchfork, World Star, ET Canada. Shout out to the North. CP twenty four, CTV. Uh-huh. Uh, who else? City TV. Whoever yeah. else used that shit. TMZ. TMZ. Um, yeah. We say World Star. Uh, yeah, I think we did. If not, World Star. All of that shit. Yo. Uh, Pitchfork. If I didn't say them already. Um. Everyone CBS? wanted that video. Was it CBS, that CBS News. CBS News hit us up too. Uh, to they hit that. us up. Shout out. Yo, we, we caught a look a bit of a viral moment, man. Let me give ourselves a motherfucking round of applause, man. The price, the price, the price is going <laughs> the price up. Price is rising. The price is going up, motherfuckers. Y'all thought we were joking when the price went up with uh, episode 13. Get us now. Yeah, get, get us, us while now cheap, while we're yo. cheap. Get it while it's cheap. Already know what Stocks I'm saying, rising. man. Um, I had somewhere where I was going with this. Uh, who said Oh, yo. Like I was saying. So, you know, we, we, we posted on Twitter. Uh, caught a bit of a viral moment. You know, got a little bit of clout from it. Followers yeah. went up. Shout out to all the, the new the followers. Views went up. Um, Shout out to all the viewers. You know, went that. You know, put that on YouTube. Full, un- full. I was gonna say unoriginal. Full original, <laughs> unedited, unedited uh, clip on there. It's eight minutes. Chase. Um, like I said, you know, that eight minute clip. <laughs> when you think about it in hindsight, that eight minute clip contains two songs before the fight, the fight, and, and two songs, songs after, after the, the fight. fight. <laughs> In eight minutes, all of that happened. Yes, a lot happened so a lot can happen so fast. I'm telling all you. of that. The funniest thing that nobody caught, very few people caught it. The DJ. Well, what did the DJ do? The DJ wasn't playing the right song. The DJ was fucking up the song. Oh, what a fucking! DJ. I don't know if you saw the clip where Pusha was like, "Nah, fuck that. Play that gangster shit." And the, <laughs> the DJ and the DJ is looking like, me. like, what, what song? And and pushes mumbling the first line. He's like, fraud nigga, yo. He's like, play yeah, fraud don't niggas. Like, nigga. Nah, fuck that. Play that gangster shit. Fraud nigga, fraud nigga. DJ not catching DJ it. DJ is not. Sweet serenade. Okay, I'll play some sweet serenade. Yeah. And the funny. Oh, I I I forgot which video. Uh, which video? I forgot which song the DJ was gonna play. It was like, oh man, <laughs> I wish I remember what it was. Yeah, DJ's gotta be on the it. same page as you. Go back and listen to that, everyone. I suggest everyone go on the YouTube. View the video, uh, the eight-minute video on our page, True North Views Podcast. Really pay attention to the moment where Pusha T says, play that gangsta shit, and listen for that quarter second of the song that actually plays. Because the DJ, you can see his hands spinning, getting ready to play mm-hmm. the song. 
And Push is like, nah, that get front nigga. That gangster shit, front it. That gangster <laughs> shit. Just playing some fucking Miley Cyrus and shit. And it's funny because when yeah. I when I'm at a show, and this is why I really like watching um, live bands. Mm-hmm. I actually like to watch everyone. I don't only watch the vocalists. Yeah. I look at the the, the guitarist DJ. because they're in their own world. Mm-hmm. The they drummer's in his own world. The person on the keyboard is in his own yeah. world because they're thinking about their you know their notes. Yeah, that they have they're not to play. looking. They're not thinking about the artist. So. Even when the artist is performing, I often look at the DJ just to kind of see his or his or her energy or Body you know language. what they're doing, right? That's shit. The DJ hiccuped two times before that. I think it was. I actually think it was on the first or second song that the DJ hiccuped. But it's not their first tour, though. Yes, I'm saying. So in my head, I was like, first stop either. No. So I don't know. Not how, at all. How is he messing up like that? That's what I'm saying. So in my head, because I, I just have this natural paranoia to me, I'm thinking to myself, am I at a show where the DJ is about to fuck all of this up for us? Like, that's what I'm thinking. DJ fucks up a show. That's, that's big. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not even thinking about the Drake thing. I'm Because, th- again, we're on song number one or two. Yeah. DJ hiccups. I'm like... Damn, it's going to be a long show. It's going to be one of those. But he keep, you know, he caught he on. And I was like, all right, whatever. Minor hiccup at the beginning. It's and all good. Then people decide to waste drinks all of a sudden because they got it. money to spend. That's it. Like I said, $15, I am sipping every last drop of Yo, that. Bam, drinks are flying. <laughs> drinks are flying. But I guess what I want to ask is this because, you know, people like the point I was trying to make was this. First, firstly, we went viral on Twitter. Hey, hey, hey. Can then, never of course, that. you know, putting it on YouTube, getting all the views there. Um, you know, I posted the, <clears throat> so again, like I mentioned, all of this has come from the original eight minute yeah. video, but I kind of segmented it differently for Twitter, of course, because yeah, there's limits, <laughs> right? So Drake, uh, Drake, Pusha Drake. T obviously performs, uh, infrared, uh, after the commotion, mm-hmm. that was then says what he has to say, you know, this nigga threw, be- this nigga hired motherfuckers to throw beer at me. It's corny. Yada, yada, yada. Then played, you know, uh, don't like. Then did one more ver- uh, one more song and then was out. Was it like close to the time it was supposed to end when this all happened? Or see that that's the, like that's how the part I'm was, a little bit curious. How about. long was from the beginning of the from when he stopped performing from the drinks being thrown to when he came back on stage for Infrared? Was it like ten right. minutes or was it like an hour? So it was definitely not an hour. It was more so like a ten minute thing. Oh, so it was definitely cut short then because of that fight. Or not fight, but well, not even happened. ten minutes. No, I lied. It you see it all in the video. The video is unedited. Oh, so, so that you see it- grinding, you see MFTR, um, mm-hmm. more famous than Rich. You see the drink get thrown at then, the three minute mark of the video. By the seven minute, six minute mark of the video, he's performing. Don't he's like. performing, uh, not don't like, but he's performing infrared, uh, infrared. And then don't like. And then don't like isn't really in the eight minute video. It's like the first four the seconds of, of don't like. Mm-hmm. It's him saying they like DJ, play that no, fraud nigga, y'all nigga, and then the video's done. In that sense, right? So, yeah. like, I kind of caught it perfectly. Um, and then after Don't Like, he performed one more song. And then mm-hmm. after that one more song, even as he was performing that song, like, you can tell the the full attention wasn't really there mm-hmm. because the, the security guards were still... Like, even after that, like, even when he was performing uh, Don't Like and Infrared... The security guards were on The stage. security guard... Not even on stage, there were still security guards that were going in and out. 
Oh, that's fighting. annoying. You can't you can't be doing that while the show's going so, so on. I'm saying there's mad people walking, there's mad people looking at the door um, yeah. on on the left hand side of the building to see if people are still coming in or not. So the oh. full attention wasn't even really there, that and that was a little bit annoying. But even as he was performing his final song, you can see, I guess, management or security or whomever uh, kind of walking him off the stage, yeah. right? And, and you're kind of asking yourself, okay, is he going to just come back out? He's going to say, nah. fuck it. But once you see them people. start to kind of deconstruct the set. Oh, yeah, that's official done, done. You're just like, fuck that's it. Done, done. This shit is done. This shit is done, done. Yeah, most <laughs> most most like artists don't, like, they don't mess with those venues because it's their venue at the end of the day. They're... Yeah. Letting you perform at their venue, even though you do pay or I don't know how it works, but they let you perform at their venue. So usually when they say, All right, cut it, you just ah, that, yeah, and that's the it. thing. So we we could tell it was just officially cut. Um, but again, the question I've been trying to ask for 10 motherfucking <laughs> you minutes. Try to ask. Do we think Drake is responsible for this? Like you said, because Steve Harvey is responsible <laughs> for this. It's definitely one of Steve Harvey's peoples. Because okay, on Twitter. There's two schools of thought. One school of thought says, well, it's definitely Drake is responsible for this. And the other school of thought says Drake has nothing to do with this. I don't know, man. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we can conclude this. Drake is, I want to choose my words carefully. Mm-mm. Drake the is for you. the underlying reason as to why this happened. Oh, yeah. He's the reason. Right? He called the... Exactly. Hit, so Drake is a thousand percent the reason why this happened. We're not saying he said go pour drinks on or go to go ruin the show. He did it not. We're not saying he said that. Well, I'm asking you. Do we think, do we think Drake sent the hit? I, you know what? It's one. Of, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really can't say a yes or a no. Word. <laughs> Word. I'm gonna leave that one up. Drake. Drake has hit us. So I have a, I have a question. Alone. I have my final question. Let's do it. Are you surprised this happened? And or just a part B to the question. Okay. Do you think if Pusha was to come back to Toronto, something like this would pretty much happen again? I'm gonna say no and yes. All right. So am I surprised this happened? Uh no, I'm not. Because again, even if Drake had nothing to do with actually making this happen, yes, yeah, um, like he has stands and he has very passionate fans. Mm-hmm. And not only that, Toronto is a bit of a grimy city in that sense. Hey, we are this year, we are right. Uh, Toronto kind of likes that attention. We love attention, right? Because we're like Steve Carell from The Office, we don't get attention because we're not in the US. Because <laughs> we're not in the United States. But if we were, we would be right there with the the major metropolitan yeah, areas. Yeah, we, we would be. The... It's just it's factual, right? Yeah. Um. So I think we live in an era where people like people like the viral moment, and I realized in that viral moment that we're no different than them. Oh yeah, we want the viral because too. when I'm posting that shit, <laughs> you're a Drake all that goon. You saw what I posted. All I said, caps, Drake, Drake goons <laughs> try to attack Pusha T on stage. My, my, I needed it, clicks. Hey, it got us the clicks. It got us complex. I needed clicks, and the video got a million streams. Shout out! The first follow up video got a hundred thousand streams. The second follow up video got a hundred thousand streams as well, or views, plays, whatever. Same share. Um. But it was like we all chased that viral moment. When I when I when I went back and read my title, you know, eight hours later, the next day, two days later, whatever, I was mm-hmm. saying to myself, I just did this clickbait shit. Pretty much, this nigga said Drake's goons. But at least I said Drake goons tried to attack because I'll tell you what, I was talking to quite a few people that said they saw it on the news, and the first headline that they saw was Pusha T gets attacked on stage while performing infrared. 
And was, he wasn't performing it for it. And I was like, well, first of all, he didn't get attacked. <laughs> he didn't get attacked. <laughs> Uh, this is broken telephone. Like, what oh, yeah. are you talking but about? But that's what the news is. News is broken telephone. Exactly. So I'm glad I was able to kind of tell it, like, you know, tell it what yeah. it was. <laughs> Will it happen again? Um, I'm glad I got the full footage. I'm glad, um, you know, there's no questions asked as to what happened. It's it's all there. It's two songs <laughs> before the, the incident. And it's two songs. You coming knocking at your door. So what did you see? Uh, listen, it's Mr. all Harris. on the video. You can view that. And there's nothing else to say. So he's a snitch. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> nope. Would this happen if Drake perf- was to perform? No, it won't actually. Never in in, uh, in Virginia? No, because Drake will not perform at a venue this small to where someone could get that close to the stage. That no offense to Pusha, but Drake does not perform. Like, he's in stadiums. Listen, to be space. honest, if if you're if you're talking longevity as an artist, you're not talking stadiums. Oh, you're not talking stadiums, but I'm saying Drake performs. No, I know, I know what you mean, but I'm just saying, like, because you said no offense to Pusha, but I don't think there's offense there. Yeah, well, I, some people are gonna say offense, like, what you think Drake Pusha gonna sell out of thing? Those like, people, whatever. those people are idiots. <laughs> those people don't know what they're talking about. No, okay. Those people think that uh, a, a rap artist is equivalent to the fucking Golden State Warriors playing. It's not. It's different. It's a lot different. It's definitely not. Right? Your average yeah. rapper is performing in front of a thousand people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but it was packed. It was yeah, packed. Um, sure. Sell out. Remember the Black show? Yeah, six the Black concert. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. We didn't, didn't talk about that at all. Um, did I talk about the J-Rock? You did talk about J-Rock. I did talk about J-Rock. I went to a couple shows. I'm cheesed I'm not going to the Boss show. By the way, yeah, I'm surprised you're not going to that. Uh, fucking Mr. work shit. Dreamville. Fucking work shit, bro. Work. Quit your job. I should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Where was I going with that? Um, oh yeah, with the black show. So, black concert doors opened up at seven. Yeah. You got there six fifteen. Six fifteen. I joined you in line. So <laughs> I made you guys seven o'clock. I made you guys absorb forty five minutes of cold. It was cold for me. Still. Thank you for that. Um. And that shit was packed. There was probably, what would you say, maybe 300 people in front of us? Oh, yeah, easily. 6.15, doors open at 7. So in my head, I'm like, it's Pusha, though. It's not as many female fans. It's not. But it is Pusha. But it's Pusha. When should I fucking go? Pulled up at 6.30. Line up around the corner. No one in line. 40 people in front of me. Oh, that's sick. 30 people. That's 30, dope. 40. In my head, I'm like, fuck. Because I wanted... Front, front. First, front, front, You got to be like at four o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So I knew I was late. I was like, I was cheese. I was bent. I was like, I'm going to be fourth or fifth row, whatever mm-hmm. it is, what it is. I get into the venue itself. Because again, obviously, you know, the, the first 20, 30, 40 people are going to go in front yeah. of me. And then I walk in. The amount of people I see standing in line, either for a coat check or for snacks or for drinks. Or for um, merch. Ice. Merch. Ice. Sprinted into the venue. I'm by the guy ran track in high school, so and it's funny because <laughs> he's running. When I was there, I was saying to myself, "Okay, when I get in, go to the left." Yeah, because I like I like concerts from the left. For, yeah. for black, we were in we're the left, left, right? Um, although I feel like he gave too much love to the right side. We were too far left. Maybe <laughs> it's not like <laughs> politics for a second. I feel like I feel like he fucking showed way too much. Love he did. To the right I feel side. like he did show a lot of love to the. But a lot of artists typically show love to the left side for whatever reason, and I'm talking left side from the vantage point of the audience member, not you from right handed. I guess, and your hand just maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Kind of just tilt that way. Yeah, mm. this is all, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm into that theory. Pause. I like that. I'm into that theory. Um, but when I when I when I went there, okay, the middle very first row was taken. Middle. Yeah. Both the left side and the right side had space. 
See. For whatever reason, my body went to the right. It was a sign because you would have been in that fight. On I would the have other been side. in that. I would have been in that scuffle. <laughs> you would have seen the stage, and then you would have seen your phone fall. Well, I would. I would. I wouldn't even be cheese for the scuffle. I'd be cheese for the beer <laughs> on my fucking leather jacket. Fam. No, that would have been mad. I would be bent nah, for that. Be I'd be bent that there's that's beer all up on my phone. Is my phone broken? Like uh, that's what I'm throwing. Me... Pu- I'm throwing punches just because of my phone. That would get me tight. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not. I'm not worried about these motherfuckers. I'm wearing my running shoes. Uh, you know, my my running shoes yeah, are juke tied left, up. Juke right. I'm wearing my premium denim that has like four percent spandex in there, so I can run. It has stretch. Has enough stretch. Uh, I got the running shoes. I, I was comfy. Yeah, I was comfy. Um, but yeah, it, in hindsight, though, I'll be honest. And it, there was a moment in there, and this is not even to make myself sound pussy. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh, and man, I, I don't really like using life. that as a describer, but. You get what I mean. Um, while this was going on, at some point I said to myself, someone's coming in with a gun. I w- it's not hard to... At some point, because again, the door was open. It's not that hard to... You know what I'm saying? That. The door was open. And like I said, somebody chucked in a fucking can of paint. Yeah, I'm wondering fun. how that happened. If they can bring a can of paint, they can probably chuck some other stuff. So I thought, and again, I'm first row. Mm-hmm. So I'm at, if, if from the vantage point of the door, when you see security guards coming inside and running in a straight line to the end of where the door is, <laughs> that's where I am. Yeah, I'm running. So if I'm a shooter at the door, I'm aiming to the, the back where security the security guards is. is, I'm catching a stray. Hey. <laughs> Toronto's well. Now I have mad people in front of me. You're right. I mean, in terms of like that, like to, yeah. to my left, which effectively would be in front of me in a, in, in that. So, okay, he has body shields. Yeah, and <laughs> in, in that in that situation, I have mad bodies in front of me. <laughs> Someone else will take the hit before him. But I was thinking to myself, yo, that that like that's the shit where that shit happens. You know that there's there are reasons why I don't go to certain shows, and not saying Push is one of them, but mm-hmm. there's certain rappers that I might listen to music a lot, but. When they come to Toronto, I'm like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Too rowdy. I'm not coming anywhere around your venue. Let's put it to rest by saying again, um, like I said in the little pre-recording there, uh, shout out to everyone for just being safe at the end of all of this. Um, for what it was worth, it was a good show. And 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 at the end of the day, Pusha T's a legacy artist, mm-hmm. and and as somebody who is a true fan of hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, to get to see Pusha T live, um, Pusha? it was truly an experience. It truly was an experience for me, and to see him first row, that's it. was crazy. Like when I look back at those videos, and I think to myself, I didn't zoom. Yeah, that's. And you know, and you know, your camera zooms out too. That's though. what I'm saying. Like, like your, camera, your camera doesn't show exactly what your eyes seeing. I didn't zoom, so to have like to be that close. I see that beat up to right push there. a T. Uh, even forget the event. <laughs> I don't even give a shit about that. Just the show itself. I'm a Pusha T fan. Pusha T is one of my favorite artists. He is one of those rappers that you know I love every project that he's put out, even with the clips. Um, to see that live, to see him go into some legacy songs like a grinding, like a MFTR, like MFTR. a don't like his verse on there. Uh, he did the the runaway verse as well from the Kanye oh, album, um, and that you know that's a lot of people's favorite verse on it, that shit, right? It made so the song a lot. It definitely made the song. To see that, to witness that, that was an experience for me. I'm glad I got to see that, and it's funny because even if we talk about the petty shit. In today's hip hop, 
that is a memorable moment. Oh, yeah, for sure. That is as memorable in today's hip-hop as Jay-Z walking off stage saying, fuck that, R. Kelly, I ain't performing the rest of this show. (laughs) It's as thing as... It definitely um, is. I'm trying to think what other... Lil hip- Mama hopping on stage. Lil Mama, you know what I'm saying? Like there's hip hop moments, hip hop moments that have happened. I think this is one of them. I think so. And it's in the right middle of a beef. There. I was yeah. right there. Shout and out to you, man. I created the motherfucking Same content. Telling the stories of like, <laughs> inspiring 60 years. Oh, you know, when I was in my younger days, I went you. to the Pusha T concert. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's all nigga get beat up by two by four. Round Shout of applause to, to my motherfucking self. You know what I'm saying? Another round of applause for the security guard that looked like Shannon the Cannon Briggs. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. That was the guy holding the two by four. Uh, another shout out. Uh, another shout out to the security guard that had uh, a brew, a bloodied eye and a bloodied knuckle, but says he won the fight. So shout out to him. Hey, that's what I'm at. Uh, because I wonder what does his opponent look like. Um, shout out to uh, the nav looking dude in the in the in the purple sweater. Uh, for getting some kicks on stage <laughs> Yo, that um, was the best with the guy part. that was on the ground. So shout out to you. That was the best part. Um, shout out to the guy that got beat up on the middle of the stage. Yes. Uh, right. Shout out to you. And shout out to the Danforth Music Hall for uh, hosting such an event. You know what I'm saying? Now let's move on. You get more beef. More beef. In Toronto. Friendly beef Or this from time. Toronto. From Toronto. Yeah. Although Joyner had some bars. I just ruined your whole fucking segue. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> Joyner did have bars. He is not from Toronto. Yo, he said he's from Brampton. He's from, he he is from even, Brampton. He is. He is he's from, from Toronto. So now it's like the city right beside Toronto. What do you think about that, though? What do you think about that? What do you think about Brampton motherfuckers calling Toronto home? It, it's the GTA. If you're in the GTA, they're always going to call Toronto. They call Andrew Wiggins Toronto, but he's from Vaughn. Um, Tristan Thompson, he's from what Brampton too. Tristan Thompson from Brampton. Yeah, um, um Shea Alexander's from Mississauga. Oh no, um, RJ Barrett's from Mississauga. Yeah, they call him Toronto. It's just a GTA. But I mean, I guess that that's Major more city. so for lack of notoriety. They yeah. wouldn't know um, Mississauga or Brampton. But, but I'm saying everyone from New York is from New York in my eyes. <laughs> but I'm saying, what do you feel about? For, forget the public perception because that's fine. Because okay. they don't know Mississauga, yeah. they don't know Vaughn, they don't know Brampton. Yeah. What do you think about the 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 person themselves? Like if I'm from. Newark, New Jersey, and I'm saying, yeah, what up? I'm from NYC, from from Brooklyn. You already know what it is. Let's go, New York. Even from a different city, like GT Toronto GTA, and again, public perception. You said they don't know it, so it's fine for us. We're like, okay, they don't know. Okay, so what if I'm from like Albany, New York, and I'm like, nah, fuck that. BX all day. You already know what it is. <laughs> you know, if I don't know any better, I'm like, yeah, he's from BX. That's cool. Fair? Okay. Fair enough. Like, if I don't know any better and I'm not really trying to search that hard for some people. So, if you say where you're from, I'll take it. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, now, okay, forget Albany because we ain't familiar yeah, with, I don't with know New York. Let's, let's use what we are familiar with. Yes. How do you feel about Brampton motherfuckers telling people they are from Toronto? Be from Brampton. If you're not from, you know what? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get personal with it. Like, if you're not from Bram, if you're talking to someone from Toronto, you're from Brampton, or from the GT, or from Canada, you're from Brampton. Facts. If you're talking to someone that's not out of Canada or not from Canada, you then you would Toronto. say Toronto. Just... You know what's funny? I went on vacation to um Cuba. It was 2014. 14. And so we met these people, and they're like, "Yo, we guys from like Toronto." We're like, "Oh, us too. We're in Toronto." Oh, Peter, bro. <laughs> And for those that don't know, Peterborough is uh, an hour like, and a half. 
an hour and a half at least away from, from Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Um, we're talking a no traffic drive. Yeah. Um, it's east. Like, about 100 miles. Keep going east. It's about 100 keep miles. going east from Toronto. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely like 100 miles. We let it slide because we're like, you know what? You're, you're in kilometers. Cuba and there's probably a bunch of people here that don't know Toronto. That was so. funny. That yeah. is funny. We got a few of those. Like, oh, you're from, oh, I'm from Sudbury. That's not Toronto. That ain't Toronto. You're from Aurelia. That's not Toronto. But whatever. How does Joyner even know that? Hey, shout out to Joyner, man. Joyner does it on Joyner's second disc. He did his homework. So let, let's let's go through it. So, I mean, to provide a little bit of context, obviously, everybody does know the context yeah. at this point. Tory went on. Um, Tory Lanez, Instagram Live. And was yeah. like, oh, I'm the best rapper. I can body anybody. I can body anybody. He, he said he'll go toe-to-toe with Kendrick. Kendrick and Cole? He said, uh, he said, no offense to those rap guys, Kendrick Cole, but I feel like I can hang right there with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Joyner And then kid. apparently apparently, someone in the comments said, well, 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 well what about Joyner Lucas? Right? So, Joyner uh, uh Tori said, "I right, let's do it. Bet. Pretty much. Right. Who came up with the first song? Uh, Tori. Because what happened was, Jordan went on Instagram, just pretty much wrote, like, if you're not ready to dis- drop a track, then you'll keep my name out of your mouth. Mm. Yeah, friendly shit. Mm. And then, so Tori dropped a track. So Tori dropped. It was uh, to the instrumental of Lucky You, which was uh, Eminem Joyner's track off um, Kamikaze. So the Lucky You freestyle. Yes. Uh, bodied. He, did, see, he didn't say anything of content. Bodied. But he did kill the flows. And he, but he did not say anything about content. All he did was talk about now, his music. Um, he didn't even talk about his music. All he talked about how much money he had. I have a little bit of a hot take. And how much people you wanted to kill. I have a little bit of a hot take. And this was actually said already on Need to Know podcast. Shout out to Need to Know. Um, shout out to Alex, Savon, Steph. Shout out to y'all. But I was thinking the exact same thing as as soon as I heard, as soon as I pressed play on... Uh, I keep calling it Liddy. What's the fucking? Good? It's called um, Lucky You. Lucky You. Because they all have L's. In I know that shit, name. man. I told um, them I'm just saying that name. As soon as Tori started on the Lucky You freestyle, I was like, "This nigga's really fucking top five most talented in the game right now." That, now again, you're from Toronto. You know about Tory Lanez before, and you know, and you he know, was, yes, I was a Tory Lanez hater. He was a rapper, rapper. He, he was, was not doing the singing thing. He dropped like ten mixtapes from Brampton. Rapping, rapping. Like, it was not. And a, you know, I was surprised. still hating. Hate. But this remind, like, this was like, yeah. like, and again, this this part was mentioned. I need to know. It was like, it's 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 Chris Brown, it's 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 Drake, it's Tory. Travis, it's Tory. It's not even Travis. That's not Travis. It's Tory. Because again, Tory was a rapper, rapper, like rapper, rapper. He wasn't doing this singing auto tune thing. When I first listened to Tory, I don't even think Black like, can keep up. When when did niggas in Paris come out? Uh, that came out eleven. That's when I first heard Tory because he remixed that song and it's got somewhat viral in Toronto. When did Niggas in Paris come out? It came out with the damn album, with the album, with the album. Watch the Throne. Yeah, but that's when I first heard Tory. And when I and I listened to all his mixtapes, he was not. He did a little singing thing, but was he? he was but was he rapping like that? Because again, I wasn't listening to him. It did come out in twenty eleven. Shout he out to me, right? <laughs> he he was rapping like that. He was rapping like he that. Was rapping so he like been that. had that. He's, that's why I'm not surprised. As much as people are I was not surprised about this. And then he moved to Houston mm. in like 2013 or something. And that's when he blew up more. But yeah, Tory Lanez did not surprise me with his flow. He just did not say anything of lyrical content. He just doesn't talk about shooting people. And, and I guess that them. was the thing, right? So a lot of people were saying it's just ra- he's just fast rapping. Which he really was, to be he's honest. It does take a talent, by the way, to get on that. He's not really And he said it was off the dome, which I don't think was right. Which I don't think was true, but Um... You think I was, think you, off the dome has a different meaning. <laughs> I mean, he in went to the booth, nothing in his hands, his eyes closed, and was just 
straight spitting. Oh no, stop this. You're not you're not <laughs> okay. Hove. Even Hove doesn't do that. <laughs> okay, that's what, but that's no, what I'm on. saying. Don't that's not that. a But I think what he could mean by off the dome is that he he literally had nothing prepared, no oh, bars okay. prepared, okay. sat in the studio 20 minutes later, mix and mastered, yeah. locked up with a track. That that's fine. That that I agree with. Okay. And that's fire to me. Yeah, that that takes talent. Again, just, that's super fire. I, I can write a song in an hour. I was surprised in general just and I'm going to talk about the the quote unquote beef in general. Um I want to give a round of applause to both of these motherfuckers because where's my motherfucking round of applause button? You know what I'm saying? Because they fucking responded quickly. They they did. <laughs> that, that that's <laughs> they <laughs> responded quickly with the bars. Forty eight hour beef I on swear. both sides. Liddy Liddy freestyle by Joiner came out right after. So yeah, li- let's let's move on. So Tori, you're right. Lucky you. Fire. Then Joiner shit. Jordan bodied him. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Jordan came with, but Jordan came with the facts. That's why everyone said like, Tori didn't come with the facts. Curry just did like, oh look, I can rap really fast. Just like yeah, look, look at me, I can rap. Not even rap fast. Just look at me, I can rap. Yes, right. Because let's let's not take that away from him because he true. he was still rapping, he was even rapping. though it was just kind of masked by the quickness of it. Um, Jordan came with bars. First said, you're not from Toronto. You're Joyner from Brampton. <laughs> Joiner, yeah, Joiner came heavy. Mm-hmm. Joiner came heavy, and then Tory came back. So Tory. let's 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 stop there for okay, a second. I need to talk about Tory's response. We're round one. This is round one. Yes, lucky you. Sorry, round one to me is the Tory call out, the fan saying, "Why not Joiner?" Joiner saying, "Keep my name out your mouth if you're not mm-hmm. going to release a track." Tory coming out with the track. Joiner coming out with the response. Yes, that's round one in my eyes. Who wins round one? The fans. I'm just, ah, <laughs> that's not a wrong answer. For, for, for saying Joiner Lucas and Joiner Lucas responding. You think Joiner won round one? No, yeah, Joiner won round one, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a beef. You got it. You can't just. You can't not, just. It's not who's the better rapper here. It's I. It's like not like I hate you, but like come for my neck or it's, you know something. Like, it's, in a in a fight, you like, gotta call you it gotta objectively. Throw punches. You gotta call it objectively. You right. gotta throw punches in a fight. Because for me, I was gonna make the argument that Tory's process makes him automatically win. Yeah, you call can. you out, then drop a track when you tell me if this ain't real, shut the fuck up. And I then mean, I and then I drop a track on you like twenty minutes later. You're like a I, boxer. You can prep all you want, but if a person comes out and gives you a quick jab jab and you're on the floor, you're, you're still you, lost. Then you're on the floor and you're yeah. still lost. You're right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, I, I think but, that's but, I, that I do give him credit for calling him out and even seeing Cole and Kendrick like that. After the first song, I was like, you know what? Or put it this way. I'm if, not surprised if he can. If he can fix up that lyrical content. If Lucky You by Joyner was slightly less weak. Sorry, slightly more weak. Uh, if it was a slightly weaker Lucky song. Lucky You by Joyner or Liddy? Uh, Liddy. Sorry, Liddy. Liddy. I'm telling you, <laughs> all these so motherfucking so L's. Too many L's. Everyone's taking L's. Everyone's taking L's. <laughs> um, fuck. If Liddy was... If Liddy was slightly worse weaker. than what it was, mm-hmm. I think Tory bodies right Oh, yeah, one. definitely. I thought I was like, Joyner has to come like, with facts or... Because his flow did not... Was not going to match Tory's flow on Lucky You. I don't know, man. I mean, that the Joyner's flow was still sick. I don't know. Lucky You. It, 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 I don't know. Maybe just his voice. That's I don't just... Know. I mean, okay, whatever. So, okay, round one, Joyner. Yes. And I can agree with that objectively, mm-hmm. although I want to say Tory. Everyone wants to say Tory. And we're from Toronto. We want to say Tory. Uh, round two. So Liddy round again. two is Liddy Again by Tory. Yes. Talk to me about that song. What- Tory came with the bars finally. I, I'm not going to stand in the bars. Just go listen to the song. Spazzed. But he came with bars. And he like he did like what Joyner did on um, 
the first lady freestyle. Spaz. He came on him, told him uh, one part that always that made me laugh was he must said your father didn't make it, so he made it. He put it up to you to make it. I'm like, okay, this is what the beef is about. Let's get no, let's get personal. Let's get personal. But no, it's all. It's all but fun it, and games. It, it, it's always fun and games because let you know even when you play ball, you you guys go at it. Yeah, you go at it when you play I'm ball. Let you and then score at yeah. the end of you know at the end of the at the you, end of the run. You shake hands, it's shake high hands. fives, and it is what it is. So one team wins, one team loses. Jonah and came back with the uh, ZZ. I think the beat was. I think it was the beat that really messed him up. The beat did not fit his freestyle. That's a that's a trash beat to make a, a record on. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a hype song record. I don't, that song's not that good. Man. Icelandic to the panel. That song's kind of hard. I only like the chorus. I like the chorus. Now you 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 do the um, pull up in the D1 now. What's his name again? Motherfucker. The Kodak Black. Yeah, you do the Kodak Black for like the first forty seconds Remember of that. Remember the Six Black concert? We're all just dancing. I'm telling you, everyone. <laughs> but you got to rely on the DJ uh-huh. to change that song after twenty eight seconds. <laughs> Otherwise, it's it too gets long. tired. It's way it's, too long. It's just repetitive. So bad beat. He nods himself. Yes. I Joiner ZZ. Joiner was still spitting though. He he did he did come bars. Still spitting. But I'm I'm gonna give this round to um to Tori to Tori. Tori definitely um, won that round. At the end of the round, he also said, "Let's stop this back and yeah. forth." And I was like, "Come on, yeah. you know why y'all came out songs too quick?" So who wins the beef? It's one one. It's a tie in my eyes. Whoever comes out with the next most fire project wins it. Or would you say whoever <laughs> wins the last round wins the fight? Yeah, but we don't know what the la- we don't know if it's gonna be a last round. This what the last round was the last round. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? That's the last true. round was the last round. So if it's a one-one, you got to give advantage to the person that won the last round. I guess Tori won then. In your eyes? In my eyes, Tori. And then Tori was in in in, in Toronto <laughs> yo, celebrating. He, yo, he's backing up Toronto. He goes, yo, anybody come for us? I got you. He timed that perfectly. Yeah, hey, because I remember man. when the 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 push shit was going on, and Tori Lanes was live on IG talking, and in my head, I'm like. This motherfucker don't realize there's a whole other moment Happening. on the internet right now. Hey, what are you doing? Sit your ass down. It ain't going to work. Hey, man. Tori Timed it perfectly. Tori. Shout out to Tory. Shout out to Brampton. Y'all did one thing good. Shout out to motherfucker Tory Lanes. You already know what it is. He put on, though. He did put on. He did. He, did. he definitely put on. Um, do you think they're going to collab? Do you, do you yes. Let me ask this. Do you think they're going to try to monetize off of this? Yes, 100%. You don't start a beef like this. Now, mind you, they technically didn't really start this. So Tori just started making noise, right? Because Tori announced um, Tori announced he's working on a new project. I think it was three weeks ago. Again? And that's a little annoying because in my opinion, year, right? in my opinion, Memories Don't Die needed a run. It didn't even finish its run, I think. It needed a run. And then what was the new one called? Um... I, I don't know if it's drip drip, but mem- no. Wait, you the new one's memory? You have it now? No. It's Love called, me now. Love yeah, me Love later. Me now. Love me now. Love yeah. me now. Yeah. Love me now needed maybe not needed a run, but I feel like memories don't die needed a run. Love mm-hmm. me now was good. And now you're already announcing a new project. Know, it's too soon, man. Eh, Tori, slow down. Right. <laughs> so he again he tries to create some steam, tries to create some noise by calling out everyone. We know that. Tori's that kind of person. He has that kind of cocky. He did and... say one line. Sorry to cut you off, but he did say one line on the, the Lady Again freestyle. He's like, um, Chris Brown tried twice, couldn't get you popping. Um, mm. and again, I'm just paraphrasing because I don't want the lyrics in front of me. And he goes, Eminem tried, and I guess he couldn't 
get you popping. So now you have to use me as a cosign. He's like, if you start popping after this, no, I'm your cosign. Damn. Hey, I like <laughs> I'm that. I'm like, okay, that's what we want. See, Let's Tori go. has that grimy ass mm-hmm. motherfucking... Yo, he knows how to talk shit. shit. Yes. He's on his one line. of those shit talkers that will annoy the fuck out of you. I saw the clip of his library called out Jordan Lucas and Kendrick Lohan. Like, this nigga is just annoying. Like, just... Yeah, he's annoying, <laughs> he's just, like, but it annoying. works. Like, it works, No one that you want to respond to him because he's just annoying as hell. Facts, he's like, oh, bro. I'm just a better rapper. He's like, nah, the line comes with the cockiness. Facts. That Wait. is super facts. He's super annoying, but it works, man. Hey, what, if, if, if the cup's not full, don't break it. What's it called? Uh, I don't think it goes like that. <laughs> and I think that's the perfect time to get off of this topic. Um, let me see if I can play. Celebrate yeah. good times. But this is well-deserved. This is well-deserved. Mm-hmm. So let's time. give came so a motherfucker late. round of applause for Snoop Dogg. One of the OGs out here. You already know what it is. Snoop Dogg, Hollywood Walk of Fame. Finally, finally gets his Hollywood Walk of Fame So star. Walk of Fame, is it for actors? Yo, I don't know. Or is it for know. musicians? Or is it for musicians What's that the criteria? Acted? Like, I have no idea. How many years you got to put in I the game? I feel like everyone's in on the hall. Like, how, if I was to walk the wall of the Wait, you know the funniest fame, thing is? How long will it take? Funniest thing is because, like you said, you feel like um, everyone's on the Hall of uh, Walk of Fame. Yeah, if right? I, I could be there after a movie. You're probably, you should probably be there after the movie you shot. Facts. <laughs> Snoop Dogg became the 2,651st star on the Walk of Fame. Is this even 2,000 motherfuckers? Is this even like a, an accomplishment anymore? Is this something to be celebrated at this point if 2,000 people are making it? I mean, but mad people. But still, <laughs> I want to be like one of 10. I'm not one of 2,651. Yeah, you know what, man? I mean, but yo, end of the day, it's still, still on there. You know, still something, something I don't have, something. Um, shout out to him. Again, have. but I'm, I'm curious about the criteria. Nonetheless, nonetheless, nonetheless. Uh, everyone was there. Dr. Dre was there. Pharrell, uh, Quincy Jones, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, who Jimmy else was Kimmel. there? Um, I'm trying to see who else I saw Dr. pictures Dre? with. Dr. Dr. Dre was Dre? there. But uh, Snoop Dogg, he he had a very interesting speech. Of course, he did thank uh, you know collaborators, producers, fans, things like that. Mm-hmm. He then says, "quote unquote," I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all of this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me. For trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you bad motherfucker. Hey, round of applause for that, man. You thank yourself. Is. Who's going to thank you if you don't thank yourself? Self-love is you the best. You made yourself this. It wasn't the man across the street that helps you. you it's like we always say. Self-love is the best love. Self-love is the best love. Where did that come from? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like that self love is the best love. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I don't think I made it up. I'm I feel not, like I've heard that before. That's why. That's why I was like, credit. before I give you credit, then make sure you didn't. I, I, I give myself watch like Solange's kind of like on Solange's album, right? Probably could be on some. What's your album called? Self love. Uh, no, that album is called uh, Seat at the Table. Uh, so I was like, she great was, album. She my sister gonna get knocked out again. Great album. I can't wait till her new shit comes out. Is she dropping? Um, she is. Oh, okay. And speaking of new music. Let's oh, actually, what a transition. That was a great transition. It wasn't even on purpose, too. I was just asking transition. about Solange. So new music report, of course. Um, let's talk about some albums that came out a little bit of a quieter week in, in hip-hop. And uh, we like those weeks. 
We do like those weeks because there's not as many projects to take in. Exactly. And it's very hard to keep up nowadays. Trust me. I'm going to start with the first album I listened to. Okay, cool. Um, I do want to get into... Probably the album I did not listen to. Let me think here. I'm trying to think here. Let me get three off. Let me get three off and then you get yours off. <laughs> and then obviously chime in, chime in obviously as I'm going along. Dipset. Dipset? Diplomatic Ties. Before we go into this, I didn't finish this. Fair. I only listened to two tracks, I'll Fair. be honest. And I only listened to two tracks with Belly and Tory Lanez. Fair. Because <laughs> they're from Toronto. Fair. That's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Belly is really from Toronto. And Toronto, Toronto. Yeah, he's from Toronto, Toronto. And I just heard, I listened to the other one, what you were going to talk about. And I, was, I felt like it was a lot of New York in my ear at that moment. <laughs> well, go on. Diplomatic Ties is the name of the project. It's nine songs. It's 33 minutes. Was this some announced or was this like a... Uh, this was announced. This was announced because um, they performed at Duce Palooza. Okay. I think, well, I believe in New York. Toronto. I believe in New York. And... Yeah, Duce needs to come to motherfucking Toronto, Yo, man. Kaz, do your thing. Yo, Kaz, Rory, who else is part of that? I don't know Kaz and Rory, to be honest. Me too. Um, <laughs> Make that shit happen, man. Fuck. Yo, exactly. Toronto is ready to capture it on camera. We're ready. God damn. <laughs> um, what were you asking me? Oh, I was just going to ask you if they, if they prepped, like if there was any marketing. Oh, yeah. Things. So again, uh, like I said, you know, they performed at Duce Palooza, obviously built a little bit of hype around them coming back as a group. Um, you know, Jim Jones kind of did the, you know, advertising for this album, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it came out. So, then it came out. I do like the timing of this, just in general. Like, I, I like Dipset coming back as Dipset. a group. Uh, Cameron cannot miss. Yo, he's sick. Period. He's dope. Just can't miss. Joel Santana, obviously, he's back uh, on the Santana. scene with the love and hip hop thing. Jim Jones, though, man. Wait, wasn't hit? I need to focus on Jim Jones a little bit because... Oh. Jim Jones may be the best lyricist in Dipset, and that may be the case for a while now. Uh, I got to go listen to some A while, because... Before I agree with you. Jim Jones secretly put out a top 10 hip-hop album this year with Wasted Talent. I didn't know he dropped something this year. If you get the, te- if you get the time... I will. And I'm talking to you and everyone. Press pause. Go on Spotify I'll or Apple Music or whatever you use. Search Wasted Talent by jim jones press play from top to bottom if you can tell me you don't like that you just simply don't like straight rap like you just don't like wait, wait, the person doesn't like new york rap if you don't like new york rap you don't like rap nah, the, in my opinion the west, the west side has a totally different feel of rap but it all derived from new york it that, all derived debatable. from New York. That's debatable. That's factual. NWA was not from New York. No, but at the end of the day, NWA started in 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 fucking eighty eight when New York been doing it for ten years prior to. Yeah, <laughs> um, but they have their own style. You can't tell me if you don't like one style. I feel you. if you don't like green, you don't like colors. That's what you're saying right now. I feel, you. <laughs> but that's like saying I don't know, man. Anyways, Jim Jones, like I said, secretly put out a top ten project this year. Wasted talent. Um. There was a song on that project, Diplomatic Ties, I was very interested in. That was the Dipset and Dip Locks set? collab. Oh, I went to listen um, to that song. Jada's on there, Styles P, Chic Luch. Um, and then obviously all the, all the Dipset folks Dip are set? on there. I like seeing both names in 2018. Dipset and Locks? Yeah. yeah I like seeing Styles P name in 2018. I like seeing Fabulous's name in 2018, Dipset's name in 2018. Fucking the next album I'm going to talk about, I like seeing their names in 2018. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's good for the culture. It is. 
know what I'm saying? Like all the OGs are are really showing. First of all, let me give a motherfucker round of applause. All the OGs that are in the game, the locks, motherfucking Styles P, Jada, all of them, motherfucking Dipset, motherfucking everyone. Shout out Shout to, all, to of all of them. I'm saying, like I said, I like to see the OGs in the limelight because it shows how hip hop is gra- is is gracefully aging and gracefully evolving. Like we're not in an era anymore where you have to have the hottest seven-year career and then you're out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have... You can come out in 2018. I don't think anybody's goal is to have the hottest seven years. Like, if I was to be a rapper, I'm not trying to be hot for seven years and fall off. Well, I mean, there's a but debate record, there. But record labels understand that people, like, they create music for right now. But they're, they're but I'm... Okay, so you as an artist, because there is a debate there, so let's talk about that. You as an artist, would you rather have... 10 to 15 decent years, or would you rather have a hot four-year career and then struggle for the rest? 10 to, 10 to 15 decent years. Done. Now, what if that... So, again, you're, what you're saying is you would rather have longevity as opposed to being hot. Yeah, core fan base. Your core fan base is the what you should want. What if being hot led to more money than you ever would have made with a core fan base? Would you want mm-hmm. that, or would you... Want some integrity well, in your business. Well, well, what's my life after this four years? Like, am I struggling? Am I? Did I save properly? That's up to you. You, you tell me. You have a financial plan? Well, I, I hope I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that hot. But again, the point I'm trying to make is that I, I really do like the fact that we're seeing artists who have had hits in the 90s, hits in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw it with Too Short not too long ago. Too we short. saw it with... Uh, Styles P multiple times this year. Yeah, we saw it with Dipset. The we Fab, Fab and Jada. Fab and Fab there. and Jada. You know, even you know what I'm saying. Like we're seeing so many different projects where Jay Z and Beyonce. Jay Z and Beyonce. Even I mean, right. M- we can we can get enjoyable even. records coming from these people, and it's healthy because uh, now a young artist is saying to themselves, "I don't necessarily need to be the next little pump. I don't need to be the next six nine. I don't need to be the next." whoever, I can just kind of work at my craft. I can, you know, perfect my craft and just really blow up organically. But you got my kids nowadays want the... Shock value. They want the instant gratification. They don't True. They don't understand the patience of building something. They kind of just want, I want to put a song out today and I want it to be viral tomorrow. Well, I think it's the ones that, that do have that patience that are going to end up being on top. Like oh, yeah, the, Like sure. the blacks of the world, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So... Shout out to that. But overall, I do like the project, uh, Diplomatic Ties. I think it was a decent project. Um, yeah. Nice little taste not, not of, of seeing Dipset together. Yeah, it wasn't really anything groundbreaking. All right. I didn't have to run to this, but I, you know, I, I, I listened to it first um, of all the releases that came out this week. Mm-hmm. And I do like it. I do like it. I do want to move on to the next project, though. Let's do it. Because I liked it better. Okay. This project was called The Upstage. Yeah. Uh, this was by J.R. Ryder, Hell Rel, 40 Cal. Forgot how I found out about J.R. Ryder. Way back in the day, man. Mixtape era. No, like he fell off. Like, no, he fell off. He like, did, I didn't did think about him. And then did. a few years ago, I saw his name. So I'm like, why is that name so familiar? And True. then it all came back. I was like, oh, shit. So, he, but I, 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 I like this. I like this new era that we're in. 
I mm. like this where you can put out 30 minutes. So this one is eight songs, 30 minutes. Because music is so easy accessible now. It's like, because before you yeah. had to wait so much longer for your music to get all the way to the other side of the world. Facts. And now it's like with Spotify, I don't need to listen. I don't need to wait three months to listen to your album. Facts. This is that shit right now. First track on that upstage project is called Protocol. Um, that's all you need to know. I love that song. That's it, all you need to listen to to get a sense of the entire album. It set the energy for the whole album. Uh, it's the, it's that rapidity rap stuff, right? Rapidity like it's rap. that it's that simile rap. So mo- most people will call it metaphor rap. Um, it is also metaphor rap, mm-hmm. but it's all simile rap, <laughs> right? So there was a bar on there. He's like, you know, I put I put that eight to your head. You're gonna need Apple Care, like, <laughs> like you know, your uh, yeah, your like mixtape bars, mixtape yeah. bars is kind of what I call them, right? With we're, you know, we're with them blazers like I'm Damian Lillard, like you know what I'm saying? That's like, what I call those Lil Wayne bars. I would call Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's the king of simile rap. True, it's true. It's the like. I have a question. What up? Because after hearing this track one, I was like, how important are track ones for albums? Track or ones are track ones are actually um, not the most important track. Two for me is usually the most important uh, because track one is usually your intro. Okay, yeah. Well, I meant track one in the first. You mean the first song? Okay. Yeah, first song. The first song is the most important in my opinion. Well, I feel like that sets the energy. Song that's... one and song six. Six. Okay. <laughs> I got so so specific with that. Okay, not song six, but okay. Correct so me if I'm wrong. So the first song is always very important, right? The second song usually has a very similar energy to the first song. I hope it does. Usually, right? The third song usually kind of follows in the same direction. Usually, the fourth song switches it. Yeah, but by then they're hoping they caught you and you won't change. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Track five, right? Because that's the fourth song. Sometimes is very important in my opinion as well. I'm like, I'm a track two and a track five guy. If your track two and your track five is nice, your album is nice. Automatic. Mm, Okay. Automatic. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, back to this. There is another song on there called No Reunions. That was track two. That was track two. That got me hype. Mm-hmm. That got me super hype. Because straight, straight beat. Straight this beat. project came out at the same time as the Diplomats yes. project. Right? The Diplomats project, or I don't even know how that came about in terms of who who's on, who's off, but there is a little bit of a you know radio sounding interview on that no reunions track and it says what's up with you know y'all had the whole movement that with the jr writers and the hell rails what's up with that are they going to be making any appearances on the Dipset album or is it only going to be the core members and then the audio cuts there mm-hmm. and then the song starts yeah so it's almost like jr writer hell Rail, and 40 cal being like fuck them niggas <laughs> we out here we're putting out our own shit and we're going to be more fire mm-hmm and it was more fire. Uh, it, it was, <laughs> I'm not gonna say actually I didn't. I barely listened to. I only listened to two tracks. It was more fire. More of the story was another fire track on there. Um, What's that one? If you thought Diplomats was New York, this shit is super. That, New York. That's why I couldn't listen to the Diplomats because after I heard this, I was like, God. Oh, you listened to this first? Yes, and I was like, then I went to Diplomats. And I was like, Do I really want this to another ten? New York, New York niggas, yo, they talk kind of funny. That is fair. And they have a funny way of rapping, and I just can't do it for three hours straight. I couldn't find the production credits because um, I did want to give a shout out to the producers. This is I, the beat selection was great mm-hmm. um, on this project. They had really good beats. Heavy bass. This is shit that you're playing in your car, windows down. Once you know winter finishes in nine months, um, this is. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is taking me back to like the Kazaa days, the LimeWire hey, Lime days, Wire. the Bear Share days. You know what I'm saying? Share, that yeah. piff when we were a little bit older. 
where like you you're searching shit you're searching mm-hmm. shit based on the artists you're yep. searching shit based on their affiliates yep. um this was good like the flow was good the beats were good the way they were featured it all reminded me of that like i said that mixtape era mm-hmm. and that's what leads me to thinking that we're in a new mixtape era and i'm loving that because oh, it's it's refreshing to me it's refreshing because everyone's trying to sound the same in hip hop yeah. And we'll get to that with some of our future albums that yes. we're going to be talking about. Yes. Everyone's trying to sound the same. So when you see this breaking away from that, at least you're like, yo, I'm about it. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. Uh, finally, very quickly, I will talk about another song kind of in the another project kind of in the same realm. Paul Wall, Frozen Face Volume 1. Did you bump this shit? No. 14 no. songs. Oh, yeah. 33 minutes. The project cover literally was like, remember them old ass emojis that like showed up as pop-ups? <laughs> it was that uh, with, yes. a, with like a blue face. Oh, um, and Real again, original. this makes me ask, are we in a new mixtape era? Because two people drop mixtapes. Doesn't the mean right cover was era. generic. Davies came out with a project not too long ago with a generic cover. That was clearly a mixtape. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're in a mixtape era. I think it's just... Before you even say that... Now, this is on Spotify. We talk about monetization. This mm-hmm. is on Spotify. Yeah. He has a song on there, Such a Muddy Four. That's the Kanye little pump beat, Such a Freaking mm-hmm. Hope, whatever. He has a song on there called Smile Itch, which is obviously the little Duval. Smile Itch. And then he has Smile another itch. song called VVS Indeed, which is the Indeed little Baby Drake beat, mm-hmm. but it's chopped and screwed. That's that shit's hard. Um Listen to VVS indeed. That that shit's actually hard. That shit's super hard. Now I like chopping screwed. Go listen to VVS indeed. That song is hard. VVS indeed off of Paul Wall Frozen Face Volume One. How do we have these songs on Spotify? What do you? Where's? How do you? Well, how? In, in that case, he <laughs> can't monetize off it. You know what I'm saying? So he can't monetize, but he's monetizing off putting it on Spotify in a way. I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. I don't so know I'm, I'm not in the industry. I'll, I'll make. I don't make enough money from the industry to so, try to find out exactly. how the industry works <laughs> right it is what it is um let's move on man shout out to paul wall for releasing a project in 2018 man yeah, keeping that name out. relevant again i like seeing older acts release release projects it's great mm-hmm. i like it troy Ave, your boy let's yes, talk about it more troy money Ave. more problems troy Ave. because of you actually I've been troy Ave. <laughs> a few years ago yo i like troy Ave. i like what he ain't even that bad he ain't bad. This is uh, 10 songs, 32 minutes. Yes, 10 songs, 32 minutes. Um, It's actually pretty good. He had some interludes in there, which was like, a, I don't know if it was an interview from somewhere. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't research it, but he was like, someone asked him a few questions and he was responding. He I does, bumped, I think, the first half of this. He does talk in a circle a lot. I do realize that when you interview him. Yeah, he's just, he's not saying nothing. He's just saying words. Yes. The first song, More Money, More Problems, I liked. It was It was a humble flex. He's like, you know, I'm not buying cars. I change I trade like two of my Ferraris and I bought a house. And you want to know what it is? I'm gonna actually I'm gonna actually oppose you there. I don't think it was a humble flex. I think it was we know what his lifestyle was. Yeah. I think his kind of I think his sort of failing moment, if you want to call it that, I think his career went south after his Breakfast Club interview. Mm-hmm. I agree right? with that. So I think, I mean, obviously, you know, the the, the, shooting, the shooting that was caught on video, that. things like that, the law issues, all those kind of things, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, all, all added stats. up. I think he just started realizing, like, I think he grew up, like, he just, like, he's on that meek shit now. Probably. It happens. He's still young. He's probably, like, 20, I think he's 26, 27 now. Something like that. He ain't too yeah, old. Yeah, but I just, I always say humble flexing because he was just talking about how much money he had. Mm. But then he also talked about how he invested the money into real estate. It was good. Um, Ice Cream was another track I bumped. Uh, he had a crazy track. Ice Cream was, was a good song. 
Track three, yeah, that was track two. Then Friends or Four was track three, which was an interlude. Yes, and I think I wish to listen to his interlude. He does again. He says a bunch of words. I do like if, Friend or Foe. That was a good interlude. If you do listen to what he's saying, he that does say interlude. some some stuff, and then eventually you're like, wait, what? But then you're like, oh, okay, okay, I get what he's going. I was this. driving with that. I was driving with mm-hmm. no traffic. I love driving with no traffic. Yeah, that's the best, of course. Oh, <laughs> Who wants to drive? So with you're traffic? driving with no traffic, <laughs> and you're just listening to the words because there's no like stop and yeah. go, stop you're and not, go. You're just you don't tra- need to pay attention to exactly. Yeah, you pay attention to the road, but you, know, you don't need to. Pay but again, what 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 really made me curious about this project? This project intrigues me a lot because a lot of the names, a lot of the titles, are alluding to him growing. Yeah. Right. More mm-hmm. money, more problems. That alone yeah. is growth, right? Friends or foe. Friend or foe being a thing. So, you know, are there friends in this game or, you know, is everyone just a foe? Like, fuck mm-hmm. it. I'm not focused on trying to have a big it's circle not. around me anymore. I'm He's just not. focused he on said that too. making the music and, 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 and taking care my of my money. peoples. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, Streets is a myth. That's another <laughs> That's one. That's a body. He, he talked about shit. Right, like that strong that song "Streets" is a myth. He's saying some shit on there. Mm-hmm. Streets is a myth. Like, yeah, it's, not, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> he's really saying some important stuff. He's like, on yeah, there. I went to jail. It's not. I'm not about this. Like, he's like, I'm not about this life. Fuck <laughs> it. I'm it's, not. It's not what you think it is. And that's the difference between someone like him and a six nine. Mm-hmm. He knows when to say like, "Yo, bro, I went through my shit. I'm done. Back up. I'm out. I can make music. I can spit. I can make some money off this. I'm independent. I make all the money that." You know, I, that all the mm-hmm. streaming revenue, et cetera, I make that. Because yeah, he's not signed. He's unsigned. Travis himself. Off. He had okay. another interlude there, Sense of Entitlement. I like See, that. I didn't go that far. The Sense of Entitlement one, he was talking to the, to the interviewer. Mm. And he was just saying that he wants to surround himself with people with ambition. And cause he was talking about how, like, um, when I was fixing my house, I went to the roof guy on the roof and I was like, hey, do you need help? And like, yeah, he's working on my house. And yeah, I'm paying him. But I still wanted to help him and let him know I'm there. Like I, you know, like I'm not entitled because you're working on my house. Is, doesn't mean hard. like I just gotta sit on the uh, on the ch- couch and do nothing. And then people come around and they be like, "Yo, how do you get a house that big? And how did I get that?" And he's like, "They don't wonder why, but they don't try and figure it out. Like they don't try and help it, themselves." He says some good shit again. He's, he's in a circle. It was kind of hard to explain it. It was substance, no doubt. It was it was, it was absolutely substance. So on this. to conclude, it was what ten songs. So yeah, it was ten songs, not that long. Another ten thirty type of thing. Um. 10 songs, 32 minutes. It's Troy. I'm talking about his haters, getting money, you know, flexing. I think he's talking about growth. But then, but he does it in a growing up way. Like, That's he what I'm saying. I think of... there really is some, like, this is almost like, to me, and, and maybe it's just me that's making this connection, this is almost like a preemptive strike to what we can expect from the Meek album. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty right? much. So I this agree. is like a, like a Meek Jr. Yeah. In that sense, like... Like they're flexing, but teaching you how to flex. Like exactly. They're they're um, um what else? They're talking about the haters, but they're doing it like in a way to know when you sh- like look. When I grew up, this is what this person did. Now, if you have someone like this in your life, cut exactly. them off. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like basically they're saying like, do do what I what is it? Do what I do, not what I not do. What, what I, I say, not as I do. Yeah, some bullshit like that. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do. And his voice, and he has that weird singing thing. Yeah, that... he had a good beat selection too. It's actually, his beats are kind of average. Well, I mean, it's, but his flow, it's Troy Ave type his of His flow carries his beats. Absolutely. It's really well. Like, I really like Troy Ave. He, I do like He Troy changes Ave. up the New York scene a little bit. Oh, to me, he, he does remind me a lot of uh, 50 Cent. Um, 50? And musically. What's my ad lips? Just in terms know. of how he sounds and whatnot. Um, but shout out to Troy Ave, man. I hope he has a, I hope he's back on the scene. I hope he has a good 2019. See? I don't know what's going on with his court um, cases. This was this again to me really said a lot in terms of him 
sort of growing up in that sense. So I'm excited to see what he comes up with moving forward. Me too. Me right? too. I'm, I'm excited to see what like happens. Like I said, you put him on Troyav and he's not bad. Not bad at all. Let's move on to, I guess, hey, what is... Pro- Go ahead. Before we even get to Jay Smith, I'm actually going to hop in here and talk yeah. about one that I listened to. Took all my motherfucking shine off that. I'm going to go into Jaden and, uh, and I, I want to save that for last. We're going to go in on Jaden. I Dylan Ponders, he's a, he's a Toronto guy. Someone put me onto him last summer. I don't know. He sounds good. He, his album sounds... So he came out with an album on Friday. He called it an LP. It was 14 songs, 57 minutes. Yeah, that's LP. <laughs> Okay. That's LP. It was an LP. It's called The Boy Who Died, Dylan Ponders. That's as full as it gets. That's an LP. I thought an LP was an EP. You think EP? Yeah. Okay, EP. Yeah. Oh, you thought he called it an EP, but it's 14 yeah, songs and 57. Like, yeah, you're wild. You're wild and wild. Yeah, but if it's an LP, Dylan that Ponder. Case, yeah. Dylan, I think. It's Ponders. Oh, Ponders? Yeah. I don't know where he's from in Toronto. He's some light skinned guy with super long dreads. Super long dreads, light skin Ajax. Probably. <laughs> he, he did talk a lot. Like, his first few albums were a lot about drugs. Oh, I thought you were going to say he did talk about Ajax. I was <laughs> no. like, yo, he, yeah, okay. Yeah, he did not think I thought I Ajax. called that one. <laughs> but then this one, again, it was a growing up thing for him. He pretty much said he cut drugs. I was like, all he does is smoke weed. Mm. Um, yeah, he pretty much just says, done what, with drugs. What style of music is this? It's more like, I'll say... Like a Travis Scott style. Okay. But he's not Travis Scott level. No, no, I mean... It's... It sounds like one long album, to be honest. Or one long song. So, Even... new age, new age yeah. shit. But right. it's it's catchy enough and it's different enough for me to be like, you know what? I could bump this more and more and more and over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, He did. He does have a unique flow. I like that about it. He's like, his flow cannot be copied. Okay. And his beat selections were dangerous. I think the producer was some person from Australia. BVB or something like that. Interesting. Dope. And he used a lot of Toronto slangs. So I like that. He's like, whose man's is this? He said that in one chorus. He was like, East End Ting at one point. Aight. Yeah, a few things. Aight. I'm not mad at... So he has East End. This nigga Wait, he said East End, West End Ting. Like, I just definitely East from End. Ajax. <laughs> I think he's from Ajax. <laughs> and that's no, no hatred to, to Dylan Pond. All in all, I think uh, if you're from to Toronto... You. Support your Toronto artists, y'all. We're, I'm from Toronto, and I support Toronto artists. Support your local artists. Yeah, so... Oh, but let's just, let's just yeah, make it a general message. Yeah, support your local for artists. Everyone, right? So, give the LaPonders a listen, guys. I'm not saying it's for everybody, but he was for me. The boy who it. died. The boy Dylan who died. Ponders. Dylan Ponders. Shout out to him. You will, I to promise him. you, you will enjoy it. Let me give him a little bit of a round of applause. Shout out to him. Let's get in on this one. Jayden Let's get Ponder. in on Jaden Smith. We wanted to leave this album for last, of course, because it was going to be, I guess, the most critically acclaimed of <laughs> all the album acclaimed. releases. Basically, all to me, all that means is white people don't talk about it. When I say the most critically acclaimed, that's like that's the really what white people talk about. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really what I'm talking about. Uh so Jaden Smith dropped the Sunset Tapes, a cool tape story. This is eleven songs, thirty-six minutes. Um, Should have been zero songs, one minute, zero songs, zero minutes. Huh? I'm just going to say I wasn't feeling this at all. It was whack. It, was, it sucked. It was whack. It was like, trash. Listening to this made me realize I don't give albums trash and I got to start doing it. This album was straight trash. trash. It felt like a bunch of songs that probably didn't make his album or didn't make a mixtape. Trash. All put together. Some songs felt high quality and he put time into it. And some songs just felt like, just one song where it was so inaudible. Yeah, and I'm trash. like, yo, what the hell am I listening to, dude? Now, I mean, let let's not completely rag on the album, right? I'm so, ragging I mean, on the album. It was whack because you have one. If you have eleven songs, sorry, I cut you off. No, if you have no, eleven songs and two of them are good. That's two out of eleven. That's a failure in my eyes. That's a huge failure. You, he's whack. Sorry, go huge, on. No, but I I do have almost a reason for this. I think I have a reason. I think I have the perfect explanation to explain why 
Jaden Smith album is not good. What? I saw <laughs> him comes. at the J. Cole show. Yeah. Right? That nigga's a cyborg, first of all. He's an android, right? I'm just an icon. He's not it. even a real human. How is his moonwalk? I don't think he's a real human. I don't think he is. So anyways, he's a great performer, mm-hmm. right? Really good performer, high energy. I didn't realize Jaden Smith's catalog consisted of so many generic songs. Yeah. To perform, you know, performing songs. Yeah. I didn't realize his 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 catalog had so many performing songs. Mm-hmm. That's what Sire was. I don't even think Sire was a performing so- uh, album. I thought it was. I think this is a performing album. So here's my hot take. I think this album was meant for nothing more than to perform off of, to make money mm. off of, to tour yeah. off of, either as a as a as a supporting act or as a main act. Just so something new is out there. Exactly, because you can't tour Sire anymore. Like yeah, that. you beat Sire <laughs> as far as it's gonna be beaten. Yeah. Right. Let's come up with some new shit. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this is still part of the Sire storyline in terms of just, you know, videos and and, and that kind of thing. Um, So there is some continuity there. But I think he only made this shit to perform. I literally think he only made it to perform. I don't blame you. You know what? You know what this album made me think? Do we only listen to Jaden because of his dad? No. I think we listen to Jaden because... He's shown us so many signs of being different. I think we we look at Jaden Smith as if he's one of the more one of the more elite um, artists okay. in the game. Yeah. And I'm okay. saying as a complete artist, I'm yeah. talking about your Gambinos, your Chance the Rappers, mm-hmm. your Travis Scotts, your Tory Lanes, and I'm putting his name rap, there. Exactly. There, there's more talent to his yeah. craft, his okay. or her craft. You know, Rico Nasty's there, I think, friggin' uh yeah. I think Tierra Wack is right there too. She's fucking talented. She's, shit. She's dope. Um, I think Jaden Smith is right there. I think he's a very talented individual that should not be putting out the sunset tapes. I don't know what this was, man. This felt like <laughs> you know it's all says you know when we talked about someone getting too creative. I don't even think this was I and, and here's my here's my argument. Again, I don't I think we're agreeing that it's trash, but I actually think we're saying two very different things. I just, I think this was like a one out of ten on the creative scale. Oh, I Jaden's creative scale. This shit's a one out of ten. But then, see, no, I don't think it was creative at all. Like, I don't That's know. My point. I was, I was hoping it was maybe that was my excuse for why it was wag. It was too creative. I think again, I said it's a bunch of songs. Some felt hella like okay. Like I can see what you're trying to do here. Some just felt like. Wait, and what, I and I what are think you doing? I think we like the same songs. You like plastic. Plastic, yeah. Plastic was, for me was the first time I could say I'm enjoying the album. That's and the that fourth was four song. songs in, dude. I not long. Yeah. I almost want to quit after the third song. I swear. And then after plastic, it took me until yeah, yeah, the seventh track. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, there's two out of ten, two out of eleven. Siren Sy- Arby. And that was it. Siren Abbey Road. I was actually cheese listening to that song. My official count is two out of eleven. Hear it, hear it. Mine's one point five. Damn. Yeah, yeah. You get a half. Actually, Plastic gets a half because it's a hype. It's a hype track. This wasn't it. No, it's this not wasn't it, Chief. It's two all. out of ten. Um, literally two out of ten. Fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah, was there an intro? I don't care. Fuck it. You're right. Two out of ten. Are we officially giving? When's the last time we rated an album? Damn, it's been a, it's been a minute. minute. So you heard it here first. Official rating. Jaden Smith. The Sunset Tapes. A cool tape story. It's your boy Harris giving it a two out of ten. Just Shola is giving it a 10 out of 10. I'm fucking with you, man. I'm giving that shit a 1.5 out of 10. 1.5 out of 10. God damn. We are critical. I love it.
You know what I'm saying? You got to be more critical. You can't give people sixes when You're your right. album is trash. Your album's trash. Your album's trash. You're absolutely right. Um, I do have a question. Okay. A two-part question. Okay. First part is, do we think this is trash because our expectations were too high? No, I think it was trash because I expected... No, not because it was trash. I just did not... I did Fair. not... I could not see myself enjoying... Music is supposed to be entertainment, and Fair. I did not enjoy anything. Fair. It just wasn't entertaining. Did you think, do, you, do you think your expectations were high for Jaden? I think my expectations were too high. Um, I think that did hurt. Uh, I look at this... It, it. Don't get me wrong. It was trash. It was objectively trash. <laughs> yeah. But I look at this the same way that you look at uh, testing. Oh, uh, okay. You just didn't... Your expectations of Rocky were so high, you just couldn't listen to mm-hmm. testing for what it was. Yeah, I don't think I can listen to Sunset Tapes for what it is because I, I expect too much from Jaden Smith. <laughs> I just thought it wasn't it, Chief. It's just not it. Though. Yeah, it wasn't it. It didn't make me... It didn't make, at least testing, as much as I didn't like testing it nice. at first... It, I did somewhat say, you know, it was maybe enjoyable. This I had no enjoy, I had no pleasure enjoying, I had no pleasure in it. <laughs> Yo, we're we're so dizzy with how trash it is, we can't even speak. Right. Uh, second part of my question is, do you think he comes up with the real album uh, fairly soon? No. Because this to me wasn't the real album. No, he's just going to get think bad. we're sitting on this for 18 months? Oh, not 18 months, but at least like summer next year he's going to call us on. Fuck. He's going to like, try and tour off this. I hope not. If he headlines a tour... But like not, the Sunset Tapes tour or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but he goes to like Mod Club and stuff. Somewhere where he knows he can sell out with 500 people. He, yeah. He's doing something. He's just going to keep relevance. Damn. I want to talk about a couple of singles just very quickly. Run it um, down. Run it down. Let's see. Did we fucking bump this shit or not? Uh, did you bump your girl, Rita Ora? That's my girl right there. Uh, Rita Ora, Cashmere. You know how you said you've never heard a Rita Ora song? I've never heard a Rita Ora I still Ora don't. I don't want to. So I will never click. <laughs> so I'm good. Play though. on Rita Ora's uh, music. I would good, only look I'm good at her imagining Instagram. she's a good singer. Oh man, she's a beautiful person. <laughs> um, Meek Mill though, Oodles and Noodles. Oodles O oh, Noodles. Did you bump that? I bumped it once, so I great I'm, song. I can That shit got me hyped. I, I it didn't make me want the album. That, that shit got me hyped. Um sweatshirt. Wait, did you just a, say you listened to a single? I did. I listened to Oodles. Yo, Meek Mill, Oodles and Noodles? That shit is hard. Maybe want some noodles. But I did not listen to Uptown Vibe, which is the song that Meek has with Fab. Uh, that also came out. I didn't bump that. Is that on his album? Uh, I believe both of them should be on his album. Okay. I didn't listen to that one too. Uh, Vic Mensa. Did you bump that at all? No. Dark Things. Oh, that okay. came on accidentally. He needs to, to stop. He needs to stop. No, I'm saying that I pressed play accidentally. Oh. I, don't, I don't bump singles. Yeah, that's a, I'm surprised you bumped that. I was like, he needs I, to stop. I'm just waiting for them to come out with a tape. He needs to stop. Come he's not project. rapping. He's singing. He's singing like... We just, we just and, and rest in peace to him. He's singing ago. like Triple X. We just What are you doing? We healed him up two weeks ago saying, go back to your rap shit. Oh, my God, bro. This guy was co-signed by Jay-Z and Kanye. And I do want to talk about, very briefly, the ASAP Rocky uh, song, Sundress. He sampled uh, Tame Impala on that song. Really good song. That's probably my single of the week would be the ASAP Rocky uh, Sundress. Are doing singles of the week now? No, we ain't doing that. Whole okay, cake. <laughs> I did not know. But uh, I'm just going to a little sidebar there. Yeah. What was your release of the week? Release of the week was Sire, or sorry, Abbey Road, or what's it called? Um, <laughs> you can't even get the lie right. I can't even get it right. I'm dying. She. It was actually Dylan Ponder's "The Boy Who Died." I like that. That I was like my that. pick of the week. I I just enjoyed it. To be honest, I've been bumping it all weekend, and yeah, I don't I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. It's one of my albums I'm going to take into the Christmas holidays with me, mm, along okay. with along with Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You," and her new and her new project. Nah, no, I'm not <laughs> 
Um, my new music release of the week, uh, it was a bit of a quiet week, um, but I am going to go back to the New York rap, uh, JR Writer, mm. Hell, Ralph, 40 Cal, the upstage. Uh, for me, it, there was just too many, there was too much substance on there yeah. in, a, in a good way, right? Like the beats were good. Uh, the bars were good. It felt like mixtape rap back in 08, 09, back in 04, 05. Like it felt... It felt good. Mm-hmm. It felt like back at a time where we where we took our time listening to music. Yeah, it kind of exactly. brought me back there, and uh, you know, a little mini beef with the diplomats. Let's see how that, you know, portrays itself over time. J.R. Ryder still got it. Forty Cow still got it. Hell Rail still got it. Uh, I liked it. So if that, I that's... didn't, um, if I didn't pick, if Dylan Ponder didn't come out, I would have picked the J.R. Ryder one. And and I think that's worth it. So I mean, it my is. new music release of the week. It's your boy Harris here. You know what I'm saying? JR Ryder, Hell Rail, 40 Cal, The Upstage. The Skirt Master, Just Shola's release of the week is Dylan Ponder's The Boy Who Died. Boy Who Died. I'm with it. And of course, then we are going to end our music potpourri segment by asking the question, sir, what is in your rotation? Yo, what's in my rotation? That's a really good question. Uh, Spotify decided to not show me what I've been listening to recently. Spotify, I don't know. I don't. I don't but, like their oh, right algorithms there, lately. There it is. Recently played, found it. Whew, thank God. Um, let's go back to there. Mm. So Fireside Day started off my week. To be honest, I really love that. I don't know why. Um, then I listened to someone I found by accident. I don't know how. I was into a bunch of um. No, I was into Six Lacks. Um. Just a bunch of songs from He's Six Flags. Oh, okay. And was he, he was a feature on this song. It was by some guy named Young Nudie. Yeah, Young Nudie. Oh, you know Young Nudie? Yeah, Young Nudie. He's oh. on the complex list. Oh, he was? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, I bumped him. <laughs> <laughs> Young I Nudie was, I, I think, one, one uh, I think 24 was Valet. No, sorry. 20 was Valet. I think 19 was like Rico Nasty. And then 18 was like Young Nudie. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Something well, like that. I came across Young Nudie and I bumped that song with Six Lack. And I was like, Whoa. I heard that song was hard. It was hard. I never bumped it. So now I'm going to go look at his last tape, and it was on his last tape. It was called Slime Ball 3. Mm-hmm. So I bumped Slime Ball 3 from, by Young Nudie. It's hard? It's hard. It's quite a few songs, but it's hard. What's Young Nudie's style? Uh, Young Thug. But like, oh, that's more, hard. More rapidy. That's hard. More rapidy, less singity. Young Nudie? Yeah. But Is it Y U N G? How you spell that shit? I'm done. Oh, I see it. I'm getting that shit right now. Mm-hmm. Slime Ball 3, say less. Yeah, I bumped that. Uh, Icebreaker by. um. A uh, little barrette, you know. Yeah. I, I brought that back into rotation because I was feeling it. A bunch of singles, um, a bunch of more singles. <laughs> um, yeah, it's actually honestly, I didn't bump much this week. Come think about it. Mm. Oh no, I bumped Russ's album again. Fair. It's, it's not the album of the year. Uh, and Carter Five. That's honestly, it's it's up there an album of the year for me. <laughs> and then yeah, we're gonna have that discussion, man. It's coming. Can't Two wait. episodes from now, it's Woo! coming. Christmas, Christmas is coming. It is coming. Uh, what's episodes. in my rotation? I've been taking it back, yo. I've been back, taking yo. it back. Take um, it back, y'all. Take it back, the back, back, the back, y'all. I've been listening to a lot of music bef- right before and right after my birth. <laughs> Since the 1960s? <laughs> so, I mean, again, Midnight Marauders, Tribe Called Quest, that's still in my rotation. Um, That's from 1993, obviously. Uh, I've been bumping AT Aliens by Outkast. That came out in '96. Uh, that was a great project. Old, olden days. Right I'm now. telling you. I'm telling you. Why you think this? Why you think older artists coming out with music is is touching me? Pause. Because I'm loving that shit. So 
I've also been bumping uh, Wasted Talent by Jim Jones, like I mentioned. That's a great rap project uh, for everyone to check out. Um, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. <laughs> I thought you said Dog Pound. I've been bumping Doggy Style because there's a discussion there about Doggy Style being one of the or the greatest hip hop album ever. Um, so I'm always curious when somebody makes that claim for any album. That is classic West Coast, man. That is, oh mm-hmm. my God, it's so good. Anyways, I've also been bumping the Ghetto Boys. I got into the, the Ghetto, Ghetto Boys. Boys. Um, not recently, but obviously I like Scarface a lot. Scarface is hell um, So I wanted, I wanted to go back and bump Ghetto Boys. I wanted to kind of bump them in order. Um, so I've been sort of hitting their catalog. And I started with the first two projects of their catalog. And that is going back to both Making Trouble, that came out in 1988, and Grip It on That Other Level, that came out in 19, sorry, 18, why oh, I can't even talk, 1989, <laughs> right? So I've been bumping some Ghetto Boys from 1988 and 1989. I've been bumping, like I said, Wasted Talent, Jim Jones. I've been bumping AT Aliens, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Kanye West, Twist of Fantasy. Uh, and then all of Pusha T's catalog, of course, of course. due to the show. Mm-hmm. I've been bumping that as well. Uh, yeah, my rotation really consists of a lot of older music right now. And I'm, I'm pretty hey, happy about you, that. Man. I can't really complain. Um, let's pretty much end it there. So that's going to be the end of our What's in Your Rotation segment. It's actually going to be the end of our music, music potpourri segment as, as well. Um, because we are the motherfucking producer. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're skipping shit. entertainment report. Yeah. Because we don't want to talk about nothing. No, no one's going to tell us anything. We're skipping that sports talk. Because Raptors are winning. Because ain't nothing to say. Although my Clippers are first in the West. My Clippers? I thought you were a Detroit fan. I'm still a Clippers fan. I thought you were a Blake Griffin fan. I'm still a Clippers fan. Okay. I'm holding on to the that. The first in the West? First in the West. It's actually Clippers, and prior man. to that, Memphis was first in the West. Yeah, Memphis is killing me. Shout out to them. Throw a team. I saw a meme with, that with said Clippers. Memphis is one of those teams that you're not surprised if they beat anybody and you're not surprised if they lose to anybody. Yeah, that, that's Memphis. It, they've been that for five years. Yeah. Anyways, let's Remember move when on. They were crazy like in 2008 <laughs> or not 2008, 2008, when they beat the number one seed. We're definitely going to spend all day on sports if we, <laughs> we start get, opening that discussion. <laughs> we should. So we're going to end that right there. Uh, let's get on to actually the crazy Canadian Shaisa. shit. You already know what it is. It's hashtag CCS. So those crazy stories, those eye-raising stories, those what the f stories, of course, that have the commonality from being right here in Canada. I want to get us started. Start it off, y'all. Start Shout out off, to uh, the alum, Ryerson University. Hey. You already know what it is. CRSM. Yo, they're the ones that are responsible for, for grooming the mind of this genius over here. You know what I'm saying? Take him back, guys. Take him back. He needs some more grooming. (laughs) Um, There was actually a suspicious package that was found at Ryerson University. Mm -hmm. Uh, Multiple buildings on campus of Ryerson University were evacuated. Now, for those that don't know Ryerson University, they are a school that exists in downtown Toronto. So it's not like they quite have a campus, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Their campus kind of built into downtown. the public yeah, of downtown it's in the Toronto. the core of Toronto, too. It's like one of the cores. Exactly. It's, it's not like on the outskirts. So multiple buildings on the campus of Ryerson University were evacuated uh, for Damn. much of Friday morning. Damn. I, I think that was the cold day, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Thursday was a cold day. 
Due to fair, due to a suspicious package investigation, police say that the package was found by the Ryerson security guards who were doing their rounds, of course. And six buildings were evacuated. Isn't that all the buildings? <laughs> could be. Could be. It was evacuated. The good thing, the good thing is that it ended up just being like a simple alarm. Like it was just like a bike bell or something like that. So someone did this on purpose though, right? I don't know. Like someone, like someone put an alarm bell or a bell in a box and then put it somewhere. Like that's got to be on purpose. Come on. It could be. So they said that the item turned out to be an alarm that could be attached. Why are they calling it an alarm? An alarm that could be attached to a bicycle or a computer that makes a beeping noise when it's touched. Okay. So that was obviously somebody that did it on purpose. Um, no shout out to them. No shout out to the motherfuckers that had to evacuate their building. Because that's right. fucked up. That's annoying. Um, but thankfully, everyone's safe. Be careful out there, folks. Uh, I, I am happy, though, with the precautions that were taken. I know it's kind of extra to do that. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm happy that that was taken. I'm happy that it wasn't an actual bomb. And I guess it was just a motherfucking beeper Pretty much. <laughs> to put on a computer or on a bike. Mm -hmm. That's a weird combo. But hey. it is what it is. Whatever, man. What you got? Mine, of course, you know, I love bragging about being from Canada. So I'm going to brag some more for y'all. Brag, man. Let's do it. The Canadian passport <laughs> was just ranked the third most powerful in the world. Yeah. Now, before we go into powerful, it's groups. There's, group, there's groups of power. There's one, two, and three. Okay. That I know of. I guess there's more, but I only see three on the list I'm looking at. We're in the third group. The first group, guess. America? No. Then the second group. No. Uh, First group. I'll just tell you because sake of time. Singapore and Germany. Ah, okay. These passports Singapore. are ranked the the um the most powerful in the world. Yes, that makes sense. Then Germany. there's rank there's second rank, which has Denmark, Sweden, Nordic. Finland, yeah, your Nordic countries, France, U.S. is in that one, Plus South Korea, and a bunch of other countries. And we're in the third group. We're on tier three. Canada, Belgium, Austria, Japan, Greece, Portugal, um, Arab Emirates, United yeah, Arab, Arab Emirates, Emirates, Ireland, and the UK. That ain't that nice, then. It's really not. When I thought about it, when I first Fuck. when I first read this, I was like, "Yo, we're third. So like two countries ahead of us, Damn. not sixteen countries ahead of us." We ain't that nice, then. Well, you know what? Last, we're in tier three. So last year or earlier this year, we were actually in tier five. So goddamn, we are, we up. How we, many countries are in tier one? Two. Just Germany, two, and just Germany and Singapore. Yeah, I didn't know Singapore was that powerful. I didn't know either, but I guess when you can't spit your gum out on the streets, you become powerful. Hmm. And then tier two is basically all your big countries: Pretty Russia, much. United States. No, Russia's not there. I don't know where Russia Russia's, is. Russia's, Russia's, not Russia's there. on their own list, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Russia's the most powerful passport in the world, or Russia? <laughs> Russia, according to the Russians, I ain't fucking with them. Yo, shout Fuck to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what, man? I guess then. You already know what it is. <clears throat> let me, let me, let me, let me get my guitar ready. Clear the throat. The pause. <laughs> Cue the Incredible Hulk music. Because that being said, that will bring us to the unfortunate end of another episode of the True North Views podcast. Now, guys, please, 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 please continue please. that conversation please. by telling a friend to tell Hello, a friend. friend. To tell, tell a friend, friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, friend to tell a friend. You already know what it is. Six degrees of separation. Now, I go by the name Harris, in case you forgot. I'm the skirt master, Joshua. I guess you just got to tell him number one rule. Uh, watch out for the waste man's in the cold. Got to watch out for the moth.
Trey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, True North Views Podcast, episode 31. She won, she won, she won, she won, no forest. One, one. Let's get it.